I was just ranting about how bad like work shits are. It just seems like shits smell worse whenever it's at the work office. Five Miller Lights, and are we talking like we just smoked a joint or like we did a bunch of cocaine or like we talking like heroin meth kind of high. I don't know if y'all know this, but apparently there is an app where you can track your amount of time on your business campus. You can see how much you get paid uh, to take a shit at work. You know, again, kids like free birds too, but it just pissed me off. Uh, just after a quick Google check, it is called poop salary. Good evening. It is Tuesday, August 6th. This is Eric. I am coming to you from lovely Bloomington, Minneapolis. Welcome to a very special version of the Balls, Buckets, and Bull podcast. We have Salty Stairs episode number three. What do we got going on today, Joey? We got a lot going on. Uh, whipped out the new intro. It's been a minute since we've done the last episode, so I'm glad to be back. Uh, we are going to dive into a lot of topics. Uh, Glad to have you back onto the podcast, though, Stairs. It's definitely been a minute. Yeah, it feels like it has been. I'm excited to be here, and especially, you know, anytime I get to come on and and just vent about, you know, all of the stupid crap that I hate, man, you know, I'm always down for that. Well, let's go ahead and dive right into it. So we kind of – the first thing that I would like to talk about, and this kind of came to be – and I swear I, I try not to talk about the same subject every time I come on this pod, but – it really does seem to me that airports are like one of the worst places imaginable in the United States of America. And uh, it got to me thinking that um, it's got to be one of the worst jobs in America to be a TSA agent. So why don't we start with uh, top three worst jobs to have in America? Uh, Stairs, we'll start with your number three. What do you got? Number three for me would be a bank teller. It just doesn't seem fun. Um, I think that a lot of the times that people are, are coming in there and they're, they're stressed about their financial situations, it's never fun to get involved with that. And then also you, you deal with like situations where you see people that make a lot more money than you, you know, they might be coming in and depositing their $30,000 weekly paycheck or people that make way less money than you. And to me, it seems like either one of those situations kind of stinks. Um, so I know that that one's not that bad, comparatively speaking, but that one just sounds like one that I would never want to do. What about you? So for me, number three, and we kind of just experienced this at work, we had a um, we had a urinal go down on us. Uh, it broke, kind of leaked all over the place. And we had, I guess you could call him a custodian, but I, I would more call him a plumber um, to repair it. And I mean, this guy was in there all day uh, for like a solid eight hours trying to fix this urinal. I mean, didn't like even back away when guys would go to take a leak. Didn't even leave the bathroom when guys would go to take a shit. Uh, so I got to give him props. I mean, it, mad respect to him. But I mean, that's I mean, how could you possibly live with yourself? I mean, just hour and hour after just just smelling guys horrible shits in there. That's, it's got to be just absolutely demoralizing. Yeah, One of the most I was, depressing jobs I can think ever, ever, ever think of. I was just ranting about how bad like work shits are. It just seems like shits smell worse whenever it's at the work office than it is 
at any other office. Maybe people are just going out of their way to like take their stinkiest poops whenever they're on the clock, but work bathrooms are some of the most unpleasant places I've Get experienced. Wearing out wearing out the tread of the tires while you're yeah. uh while you're <laughs> while you're at the office. Yeah, they're trying to make 14 bucks while they take a dump. Looks like Blaine has joined us. I have, and I actually wanted to chime in on this uh, shitting while at work conversation. I don't know if y'all know this, but apparently there is an app where you can track your amount of time uh, at your favorite facility on your business campus. And you can see how much you get paid uh, to take a shit at work. I see you dropping in a sponsor there. Uh, can you let us know the name of the app? <laughs> I can't actually. I don't even have it, so it's totally unsponsored. Yeah, hashtag get uh, sponsored 2019 is still a go. It's pretty late in the year. I, I, I think our chances are low considering we're not really putting out much content. But um, hey, we're always looking to just throw whatever at the whim to get sponsored, right, Stairs? We will sell out for whatever it is. Yeah, ZipRecruiter will probably sponsor us. They put an ad. They put six ads on every podcast I've ever listened to. I could get Stairs' hot, skinny body to promote any sort of bubble tea or whatever's coming our way. That's for sure. Um, I'm going to have to lay off the Millers if, if I'm going to have a hot, skinny body. Um, uh, just so Blaine, Google check it. It's called Poop Salary for anybody interested. <laughs> <laughs> now pay us, please. <laughs> Uh okay. Um, Blaine, you're kind of you kind of got brought up to speed late. There was a certain uh, individual who got too drunk at a baseball game, not named Derek, but also not named Neeson. So, um, but did you have a worst top three worst jobs in mind? We're kind of starting at the back of our list here. What do you think? Um. Well, how about seventh grade gym teacher? Yeah, I mean, I I had that as one of my top three as well as a sub teacher. Uh, I think any oh, how any about, sort okay, of teacher, a teacher who is a sub, yeah, especially when you're the gym Jesus guy. Christ. Who, <laughs> yeah, the PE the PE who is also your substitute teacher. See, I mean, the thing that there's just no winning with being a sub teacher. A, you're not smart enough clearly to just be a regular teacher, and B. You're just like it's not even like you're really helping kids. You're basically just trying to follow some stupid lesson plan or just basically press play so they can watch a movie. So I feel like the reward, you know, of teaching isn't there, but you're still getting like paid probably even less than regular teachers. So I just don't see how that job really even exists in America with all the opportunities we have. But special shout out to those subs that did show movies. What do you got for number two, Stairs? Number two for me is a retail worker. Never have I ever walked into, uh, you know, let's just say the buckle. That's my favorite store, and just have the have buckle. <laughs> I've never seeked out a. How is that your favorite store, dude? You know, I just gotta have my big belt buckles and my bedazzled jeans and my um, affliction t-shirts. That's my mo. That's how I. That's how I pull women. But <laughs> literally, their only job is just to annoy you. Are you doing okay? Can I help you find anything? Dude, it's like, man, this store is like 300 square feet. I promise I can find whatever I'm looking for by myself. And to boot, that's how they get paid. They get paid commission and people have to like accept their help. And if they don't accept their help, they don't make as much money. And have you ever accepted the help of a retail worker? I haven't. Oh, I still can't get over the fact that you shop at the buckle. 
Bro, I can I can bring an extra famous shirt for you this weekend if you want to wear it. Or maybe tap out. Yeah, that too. So is that your number two? That's Worst my number two. Okay, okay. Um, I would agree with that. I mean, going to malls in general is, is annoying as fuck. I mean, just getting her constantly harassed by people that are saying, "Do you did you find everything okay? Like, did you do you need any help here?" I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty progressive in the sense that I will often seek help if I need it. I mean, I won't just go hide away and be you know lost and <laughs> alone. I'd I'd rather just get help, but I don't need to be harassed twenty thousand times. Um, I will move on to my number one worst job, and I kind of teased it earlier with the TSA job. Uh, you know, I probably spend an average of 20 to 30 minutes in security. Have yet, you know, maybe this is my own fault. Maybe I haven't gotten the uh, TSA pre-check, and I need to do that. But uh, moving on here, the the TSA job has got to be the worst thing that there is on this earth. I mean, I get so flustered with dumb people in the security lines every single time that I can't imagine what it's like to literally have to put up with that for eight straight hours. I mean, you have to constantly tell people that they need to take their shoes off. This isn't like 1997 anymore uh, would literally drive me nuts. And also talk about a job where you're only dealing with people who are stressed and unhappy. No one's ever like just stoked on life whenever they're waiting in line at, at TSA. Yeah, everyone's just nervous that they're going to miss their flight or mad that they got to go home or something. I mean, oh. Also, are you ever not sick working that job? I mean, you're touching other people's crap all day, and half of those people are for sure sick all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I go through probably like half a tub of uh, hand sanitizer every time I go through the airport just so I don't pick up anything. Stairs, what is your number one worst job in America? I'm about to go just you know tsa worker bank teller that's kind of zero i'm gonna go all the way to 100 here and go oh with the slaughterhouse worker oh god <laughs> there's there's no way that there's any part of that job that is pleasant uh, you bring in the animals then you have to kill them and then you have to you know deal with the the awful um, you know, the, the discarded meat and innards of the animal and deal with the processed meat. And I'm sure it's hazardous inside of there. As, as we just discussed, there's a, uh, mental and physical hazards in place at all times. And it probably smells bad. So I don't see that it could get much worse than that. You'd have to pay I me a lot of money. I would imagine there's probably a high correlation between serial killers and people that work in slaughterhouses. Do you think that serial killers go out of their way to work at slaughterhouses or normal people get turned into serial killers because they worked at a slaughterhouse? I mean, probably normal people. Because I feel like if I'm a serial killer, I, I would, I don't know. I don't think I would want to get a job. I think I just, I don't know, go kill people. Hitman. Why is it that serial killers always seem to, at least in movies, always seem to be like some super rich person that doesn't have to have a job as well? That too. That too. Yeah, they're always kind of rich. They're bored. Yeah, they just don't have anything better than to do than chase stairs around with a knife. So maybe this serial killer just has a works in the slaughterhouse as a hobby, part time job. Um, okay, let's move on to the next topic, and it's everyone come up with a good would you rather. Stairs, sounds like you had 
Uh, a couple good ones off the top of your head. Why don't you go ahead and uh, lead off the first one? Okay, so I was thinking, would you rather have everybody perceive you to smell like body odor all the time, but you never smell it? Or you always have the smell of body odor in your nose, but nobody thinks that you smell like BO. So basically, you're always smelling shit or everyone smells Everyone thinks you smell like shit. Yes. Oof. Ignorance is bliss, yeah. and I and I do not want to smell that all the time. But you don't think that that would affect your personal life and your relationships, dude? I think I would go mad if I constantly. I mean, maybe I get used to it, but like, I think I just want to cut my nose off. I mean, to constantly smell that would be horrible. So, would you like move out and become, uh, like a a hermit that lives in the woods? To not have to be around people because you know that no one's going to want to be your friend if you smell like doo-doo all the time. Maybe I just only meet people in like open, you know, I like, yeah, yeah. always like on a boat or something. You only, or go, to, only, outdoor only go to music festivals where everybody smells. It's, uh, it's, it's like that episode of Futurama where Zoidberg dates that girl that can't smell anything. Uh, oh, she, Yeah. Yeah, and whenever she gets cured and she can start smelling things, she dumps him. So maybe you just got to find a nice girl that can't smell. My answer is I would rather smell it myself. I would rather just deal with it. Maintain the personal relationships? Yeah. Um, so mine was, would you rather be constantly high or constantly drunk? I've kind of gone back and forth on this one because I don't – either one has obviously its cons, but I think being drunk all the time, you'd at least probably get a little bit more done. How drunk are we talking and what are we high on? We'll say how about five Miller Lights. Five Miller Lights and are we talking like we just smoked a joint or like we did a bunch of cocaine or like we talking like heroin meth kind of high? <laughs> no, uh, definitely, definitely weed. We'll say like, – I don't know, stoned. The equivalent of five Miller Lights worth of weed. <laughs> five Miller Lights worth of weed. Let me plug that into my weed to alcohol converter here. Yeah, Google. yeah, Blaine. Is there an app for that that can tell them exactly? Uh, research pending. <laughs> my answer is I'd probably rather be five Miller Lights in than high all the time. I would agree. At what, what point? I, at what point of being constantly high do you start to get very paranoid? Whenever I do smoke, I definitely get paranoid and i hate Dude, it you, it's so weird you spoke before yeah very few times Jeez, i'm gonna have to get off this podcast with you then i don't support that oh good well i'm in that colorado life now so we're we're, we're already uh, about to start allowing shrooms and all that stuff too so it's 2019 stairs give it the fucking picture my bad okay one more question about it though so do i have to pee as frequently all the time <laughs> like if i had just drank five miller lights because that matters only you would think of that um no. How about no? Okay. Then yeah, definitely, definitely five beards in. Rather Would that sway your answer? Um, maybe, maybe. I might have to go get like a different job if I were high all the time. What would be a good job to do if you were just stoned? Uh, I don't know. A radio station worker. What about like a food critic? No, you got like self- to be sober to do a fucking food critic job, man. They take that shit yeah. seriously now. This is so fucking good. You could just be the person he that sits at the everything. top of the movie theater. I think I might have just Whoa. found our clip for the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> uh, okay, um, Blaine, did you have any in mind? Any good would you rather? Right, yeah, let's see if this is any good. Um, would you rather 
not be able to, would you rather only be able to eat soft food or not be able to taste food? Can you give us some examples of what soft food would be? Yeah. So let's say you really want a nice steak dinner, right? Steak, baked potato, whatever else you may have in there. That's got to be blended up and you got to drink it through a straw. Oh my God. Sorry. Say, say the would you rather again? So would you rather only be able to eat soft foods through a straw? Let's say that or not be able to taste food at all. I would rather eat soft foods. Yeah. I mean, because otherwise, what's the point, right? If I can't taste food, I'm just going to eat like the healthiest thing possible and be healthy at least. Well, that's actually a good point. That could help keep you in shape. Yeah, but who wants to do that? That's no fun. Yeah, no. How are you going to enjoy a tall, a Big Daddy Miller Lite, a monster basket of Plucker's Wings stairs? So, so if you pick the soft foods one, can you still like – enjoy normal beverages no you gotta blend those up too you gotta blend up your beers well that would make it really fun all together including drink so do you have to like mix your food and you're like so you have to take your blended up steak and like pour it into your red wine let's say that because the first answer seemed very easy to y'all you know though that's pretty gross shakes are pretty delicious i mean and you can make some pretty damn good shakes so maybe you just stick with that and then stairs, you can still taste it and you're living healthy. Boom. I just fucking cracked this. That's exactly what I would do. I would do the soft food one and just be like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Eat shakes, lift weights. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's the only thing holding you back from being Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, yeah, that's my, that's definitely my answer. Any other ones, Steers? No, that was, that was pretty much my best one. I thought y'all's were pretty good too. Okay, so let's move on to probably what I would consider a main event topic. I think... <laughs> Stairs would probably have, I mean, you probably have at least 50,000 of these, but the topic is everyone pick a crime or small hoeing, as we would refer to it, as that would, should require capital punishment, aka the death penalty. So uh, to kind of put that in a simpler terms, basically uh, something that somebody does wrong, that's not necessarily a crime, but it's just not right in our society that you think is so egregious that you, that person should literally be killed on the spot. So um, (laughs) (laughs) stairs, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with one? Okay. So obviously I have a lot of experience in the service industry field. And so a lot of the things that pissed me off were uh, first experience there. So, so I'll get it started with something on that front. So the people who, come into restaurants like five minutes before the doors get locked and then celebrate that they made it in time are the worst because these people clearly never, ever, ever worked at restaurants and don't understand the pain that you feel as a restaurant worker whenever a customer comes in right before you're about to close it it literally extends your time on the clock by that that exact amount of time that they are at the restaurant and there are some things that you just can't do whenever there are customers in there for example putting up the chairs turning off the tv sweeping underneath the booth you can't do any of those things while any single one customer is in there and it's just made worse whenever they 
high five each other that they made it in just in time. God, you know, I've worked at a, a chicken wing place too. And those fryers, no shit are annoying to clean out. I can definitely sympathize that it's uh, egregious when someone, someone comes in right before closing time, you got to clean them all over again. Shot right on the spot, stairs. So mine is, and I was kind of debating between the two. I'll say the first one. So this is a Southwest flight. And in case people have never flown Southwest before, but I think most people have, uh, you can't save seats on a Southwest flight. That's part of the reason why it's a lot cheaper. We get all boarded and the beginning of the A group comes in and this guy sits down and he starts just hogging all the seats, you know, spreads his arms real wide, starts hogging an entire row. Uh, and so like five or so people go past this guy and are just like, hey, man, can I get that window seat? And he says, no, no, I'm saving it. I'm saving it. Well, finally, and, you know, props to this woman who just had the, the fortitude to stand up to this douchebag said, you know, you can't save the seats. To which she gets in this whole argument with her and it's just turns into a massive fest. I was wanting him to get kicked out the whole time. And I wish Stairs would have been there too, but he would have kicked that motherfucker out, I know for sure. Long story short, this guy ends up just say, basically needing to save one seat. So that was – all that just to just save one seat was pretty ridiculous. But I certainly know that that motherfucker should have been put on the death penalty right then and there. You probably could have just like gone to the back of the plane. Oh, yeah. And it would have been no problem oh, yeah. getting Easily. a seat with your friend. Um, so for for me, it was between that one and people getting in elevators before uh, the people inside the elevator have left. That shit really pisses me off too. That applies to subways as well, not the you know delicious sandwich restaurant, but like actually subways. Whenever there are people who try to step in immediately, the door opens. It's like, all right, it's not going anywhere. Cool it. Um, Derek, who couldn't be here, actually did bring up a really good one. Uh, probably than mine too. He said that anybody that pulls, basically if you're on a highway and there's two lanes that are merging, if you pull all the way to the front of that line and then merge in at the last second, that you should go right then and there. Uh, that one I wholeheartedly agree with as well. I think that they should just take a proactive approach and just put some claymores and some land, maybe a seed, maybe a sea <laughs> mine, just like right there and like where the front is. And tough break if you get that close because that shit's egregious too. I saw a tweet the other day on the hot, uh, a tweet that I could really relate to, and it said, People would really rather see you die than let you move <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> it's like, yeah, kind That's of. That's really how it seems sometimes too. Any, uh, any additions to this, Blaine? Um, I don't know if it would count as littering, which is already a crime, but uh, recently somebody broke glass at my apartment complex. Uh, right in one of the parking spots that are right outside of my door that I walk out with my dog and occasionally barefoot when I'm trying to get something for my car. And I think it is ridiculous that people feel that it's okay to not clean up their broken glass in places like parking lots or, you know, anywhere where people might be walking, um, which I'm guessing is littering to some extent, but that there should be some absolute punishment for those people ryan a so good guest of this podcast who hasn't been on a while either got glass in his foot in mexico in a pool i remember that glass in pools is also not good don't approve that and then maybe gum i'll throw gum in there too throwing gum on the ground is terrible there's nothing worse than stepping in that on a hot summer day and it just sticking to everything especially when there's so many other places you could throw it too like a trash can swallow it maybe <laughs> swallow it um 
All right, we'll move on to our final topic, and it's basically actually getting to the salty stairs. Uh, Mr. Stairs, what is on your mind? What is pissing you off? What is keeping you up at night? All right, so the way that I try to put this list together is just strictly through observation. So all of these things happened to me in the last week or so, and I said, you know what? It's about time to stand up to these people by getting onto a podcast and complaining about it. So my, my first one, I think that I have, to, I have to move this one actually to the front of the line, given the fact that it's about, it's about airplanes. So I always find myself sitting in, in the back of the airplane just because those are typically the, the seats that I want that are available. It drives me out of my mind whenever the person in seat 32D has to get up and open the overhead compartment and take out their suitcase and stand in the aisle until they get to deboard. Because everybody knows how long it takes to deboard. It's probably as soon as the first person gets out, if you're in the back of the plane, it's going to be a solid 10, 12, maybe 15 minutes before we actually get out of the plane. Why does it take so long? I'll never understand, but it just drives me out of my mind. And then there are people who like those same people will be the same ones who are like two rows behind you and still try to exit. Be polite. Let the people in the rows in front of you deboard the plane first. See, see, I'm totally with you there, uh, especially because the people that like sit like behind your row too just seem to like look at you like if you take even more than like half a second, I'm just going to jump in front of you. But honestly, man, like. I think this has been a losing battle. Uh, we we tried. We tried as a civilization to keep people, you know, decent and humane. And pretty much every flight I'm on now, the the whole it feels like the whole airplane stands up now. So uh, we tried. I'm pretty stairs. sure we I went on a tried. flight. I went on a flight that only had 60 people on it on a what's that like 200 person plane, a Southwest 757. That's awesome. And I'm pretty sure that was still a problem whenever we got off. Despite the fact that it Jesus. was a third full, people still got up and went out of turn. It's like, come on. Did they walk like past like the empty rows too? And just like go all the way <laughs> yeah. to the front? Or like, oh, you know, God. sit towards the back because you're trying to even out the weight, but yet they still put their bag way up at the front. So they run up, you know, over there to try and grab their bag and be the first ones off. Oh. I pretty I pretty much put my bag in the first overhead bin that I see available. Checking my bag is like my biggest fear. At, at the airport, especially with, if you have a connecting flight, checking your bag introduces this wild card into traveling that I don't want to do. So if there's 60 people on the flight, though. Anything else, Steers? Any uh, cereal looking at you sideways? Anyone else pissing you off? Yeah. So I, I was just trying to get a burrito the other day. And oh, that's right. Tell me get triggered at three birds. Yeah, let's hear this. <laughs> the, the person in front of me in line ordered for three people. And this is not necessarily something that I don't think that you should be allowed to do. Like, I, I guess I, I observe your, you know, your right as an American to order three burritos at Freebirds if you need to, but it just seems incredibly selfish. Maybe I'm just impatient, but I'm patient enough to not stand up as soon as the deboarding process happens in the plane. But I guess I'm not patient enough to wait behind the person who orders three burritos at Freebirds. 
I guess that's the spectrum. That's the line you draw, um, Sam. It it just pisses me off so much. Like I I like to pride myself in being very efficient with things. It's like I know what kind of rice I want. I know what kind of beans I want. And I'm 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 about as fast as you can you can be through one of those lines. And it just frustrates me to no end. And then like also kids, kids slow everything down in those lines too. I, I you know, again, kids like free birds too, but it just pissed me off. And I feel like it was to the point that I needed to bring it up here. Well, this is what this is for. It's a good venue to, you know, vent this all out now. So you don't snap and yell at some kids at Freebirds and get arrested. I mean, we'd hate to see you locked up for something silly like that. I'll tell those kids straight to their face. I don't care. Blaine, anything you need to get off your chest while we still have you on? Uh, you know, I don't think I do, but people who ask for, you know, a ride just a couple weeks in advance, from a, a long trip, you know, those people have a special place. <laughs> <You're out. laughs> yeah. So let me let me explain the scenario really quickly here for everybody that was wondering. My roommate agreed to go, and then I booked a flight from Minneapolis to Houston, and thinking that my roommate was going to go, and I would have been able to ride back with him. However, I, I bought my flights that night. And then the next day, he was like, oh, I can't go. Otherwise, I definitely would have flown back to Austin and just driven from Austin. So <laughs> thanks for giving me a ride, though. All right. With that said, <laughs> that was Blaine. That was Stairs. I'm Joey. Have a good day, folks. Bye.